Rob O'Hara, what's going on, my buddy? It's been a long time. It has. It seems like um, last time we talked, I wasn't on furlough. (laughs) But but this time, I am on furlough. You know what? You're right. I think we talked a few, about a month or so ago, briefly, uh, but it wasn't for this podcast. God, I don't even, when was the last episode we did for this show? I don't know. It's been a while. (laughs) It has been a while. But hey... At the time of this recording, it is January 24th. I had said that I wanted to try to do this, and you agreed once a month, bringing throwback reviews back to to uh, 2019 at least once a month. We we know that trying to do every week or even <laughs> every other week is probably not going to happen for our schedules, although, as you just said, you're on furlough. Uh, so maybe you have a little extra time. But One of us is busy. <laughs> we're, hoping, uh, we're hoping you're back to work pretty uh pretty soon but other than that like we're hoping like like i said to uh start doing these monthly at least yeah yeah that would be um it's funny that we try to like when we talk we say oh we should record an episode what should we do and we can never think of something and then as you know we talk we've talked about how we use voxer to talk or we send messages and stuff and then we come up with all kinds of ideas when we're doing that. You know, we say, oh, we should we should do a show about this or that. So, it, But when you actually sit down and try to think of something, it never comes. But but the, the topics just come naturally. We need to write those down. Yeah, I know. And we've joked around about that we should use our Voxers as, as a podcast. <laughs> or even, I mean, shit, if we had Patreon, which we don't. I mean, we could we could do our we could do like a pre-show uh, for Patreon because we usually I mean, let's see, we've been on uh, we've been recording now for twenty-five minutes, <laughs> and two of those minutes have been this episode. <laughs> like we, it's like we get to a point where we're like, all right, we got to start recording. Plus, if we did Patreon, it would be the the best deal in the world because we could just tell people give a dollar per episode, and then it's like what ten bucks a year, twelve bucks a year would <laughs> be really cheap. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Right. Hey, who knows? Maybe we uh, maybe we stick to our to our New Year's goal. Maybe next year we'll start up a Patreon or something. But not right now. It's nah. all uh, it's all uh, just the freebie uh, throwback reviews. So, well, you say you're on furlough. You know, are you uh, you surviving? We are doing okay. We are one of the families that is a dual federal income family. My wife works for the government, and I work for the government. So it's kind of a one two hit for us. We have enough to get us through for the next several paychecks, but uh, it still doesn't make it any uh, less nerve wracking. I do know that you know they've they've passed a bill that says that we will get our back pay, so that's good. But people don't realize how long it takes for that to happen, and of course, until you get your back pay, you don't have any money coming in. So right. yeah, it's um, it can be stressful. Uh, you know, you worry a lot. You worry about. You try to balance what you tell your kids. If you explain to them, you know, you don't want them to feel like you're poor all of a sudden. You know, <laughs> like the yeah, and you don't want to. I'm sure you don't. You don't want to lay the uh, the stress on their shoulders. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But on the other hand, you know, they do have to know, like. Um, you know, Mason came in the other day and he says, Hey, I got invited to a birthday party. It's a kid that I don't know. And, you know, I need 
20 bucks for a gift, I was like, well, that's not happening. I mean, if it's your friend that you know, one of your buddies and, and this and that, then, you know, we'll come up with something. But, you know, just some random stranger to give him 20 bucks. Um, again, you know, we're not hurting uh, right now. But you still have to, you have to slow down the spending before you are hurting, you mm-hmm. know, until that, that moment comes. So, you know, we, we've made a lot of little changes. You know, we're eating at home more. We're doing uh, little things like that. Or for me... I could be on furlough for a year. I think it'd be great because well, I mean it would be great, but let me let me reel that back in a well, little bit. Let's just say not uh, not, to, not not to get political, but that very well could happen. Oh my gosh, yeah. Uh, but what I mean by that is, I have spent years of my life downloading things. I have, uh, you know, they they've made things so easy now, like. You could download every Nintendo ROM in one zip file. You just go click on something and you get every Nintendo game or Super Nintendo or, you know, things like that. If you download, uh, they have packages of uh, all the published Commodore 64 games, which is like 20,000 games. So my point is I could entertain myself for a long, long time for all the things (laughs) that I have downloaded over the years. I have, you know... I have, and not even talking about downloading things, I I still have uh, maybe, well, I, I have over a thousand CDs that I never got rid of. They're out in the garage. But a lot of those were CDs I bought for just one song. Like I could just go grab albums I never listened to and, and you know, listen to music. I have, there's all kinds of books and, and things I could read. So I could entertain myself for a long time because I'm happy just sitting at home and entertain myself. Um, Susan is not that way. She wants to get out. She wants to go do stuff. She wants to, uh, you know, go to the YMCA. She wants to go shopping. She wants to go for walks in the park. She wants to go out. So that's the way that she entertains, you know, occupies her time. So, uh, the way I occupy my time is I let her go do those things. (laughs) Then I try to stay home. (laughs) So let me, uh, so I'm friends with Susan on Facebook. I've never met. Susan in person that you've come up here and, and visited and you were able to meet my family, but I feel as though I have a very good grasp on the type of person that Susan is, not only from Facebook, but you know, cause we're friends and we talk off mic, obviously <laughs> we don't talk on mic all that often anymore, but, uh, you know, and this isn't a knock on you at all, but cause you're a super intelligent guy. Anybody who listens to your podcast, they know like, you're, you're a super smart guy, but Susan seems to be someone who has to constantly feed her brain with information, learning things, trying things, doesn't really seem to uh, want to maybe rest. Would that be a good a good assumption? So, like, if one of us were going to binge watch a show on Netflix, it's not going to be Susan. <laughs> it's going to be me. So, uh, you know, she's going to be the one that wants to go outside, go uh, train for a marathon. I'm the guy that would watch a documentary about people training for marathons. Uh, and I remember uh, I, I didn't get into Lost. That was what I remember. I didn't get into Lost till like the last season. And I started picking up the early seasons on DVD. And I would put on like the first episode and I'm watching it. And five minutes into it, Susan would go, now don't stop it. But I'm going to go start a load of laundry. 
<laughs> or she would just go, now I, I could hear it. Don't worry. I'm going to go uh, over and, and put some stuff in the dishwasher. And then never come back or, or she would. And then I would be like, she would go, now what happened? Like, I know you watch lost. If you miss half an hour of an episode, how do you answer what happened? You're like, uh, everybody was time traveling. Yeah, you should have watched <laughs> The it. island moved, and the airplane did this, and there's a hatch. I mean, how do you explain it, you know? So, uh-huh. uh, yeah, that, w- that was just... She- and the worst part was she would lose interest, but I would keep watching episodes. So, you know, the next day she would go, oh, now we're starting episode two. I'm like, no, I'm on episode five. Yeah. And she would, you know, then it was like, who's that guy? Who's, you know, so yeah, she just doesn't uh, have that same, like I could literally just go through and start watching movies in alphabetical order and be perfectly yeah, that, fine. That's a, that's the same situation that happened with Nicole and I with um, Breaking Bad. Oh like yeah. I would see an episode with her, but then she'd go and watch, you know, I would be at work and she works from home. So she'd watch, you know, two or three episodes. Where I'd get a little explanation of what's going on, and then she, I'd go to work. And I'd watch maybe two with her that night, and then it just kind of became to a point where I just was like, I, I have no interest in it anymore. I can't keep up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's um, uh, you, you got to stay on top of that stuff. You know what I mean? And uh, it was just too frustrating. But yeah, so so to answer your question, that's uh. She likes to be active. I like to, you know, entertain myself just watching things or playing games or stuff. But, eh, you know, it's a way to kill the time. It's a way to keep your, your, uh, I'll tell you what you can't do. And uh, Susan and I both have fallen into this trap and we have to correct the other one. But what you can't do is just watch CNN all day. It'll drive you crazy. You know, they'll, they'll start talking about, uh, you know. This guy said this, or this is going on, that's going on, and uh, you just can't do it. It'll, it'll just, uh, it just eats you up. You know what I mean? You, you get mad, yeah. you get frustrated. Um, so, yeah. So, you know, like I said, we're we're doing okay. We're just hanging out, and uh, hopefully by the, the next episode. Otherwise, we're going to be doing an episode every day. <laughs> I should be calling you every day. Hey, Sean. Hey, Sean. Hey, Sean. Hey, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm still working, so that's not yeah. going to happen. Um, well, hey, man, I uh, I hope you, Susan, and the other uh, 798,000 people are, that are uh, furloughed right now and not working get back to work soon. Again, regardless of, you know, political affiliations and all that kind of stuff, we're not going to get into that. But, you know, let's just hope for the sake of uh, everybody who's not working or even, and even those that are working without pay can get back to just uh, normal life working with some pay. So we'll hope that that ends soon. Hey, let's talk about some malls, man. Yeah. That's one thing I don't need to be doing right now is, uh, going to the mall and spending money. <laughs> if you can find a mall. Yeah. Oh, they're dying, right? Yeah. It's, uh, things have certainly changed in our, our lifetime. That is for sure. Yeah. Um, so we kind of got on this subject. We, we, you know, you were helping me out with my other podcast, Horrified Chicken, with a little segment on uh, on horror movies, which was uh, your favorite horror movie is Chopping Mall. Yes, Chopping Mall. And so we kind of started talking about it uh, for that segment, and then it was like, wait a minute, man, this guy, we could probably do an episode out, uh, on this. So, um, so I'm curious. We'll go through some of the stores that were at our own local malls. 
you being in Oklahoma, I'm up here in uh, Buffalo, New York. And, I, and I'm curious, I was telling you earlier today, and we didn't talk about any of the stores or anything, but I was curious as to which ones were regional and which ones were national stores. Um, and there was one here today that I was looking at at one of my malls that I, th- I thought was a national store, but it appears that it was a uh, was a regional store. But uh, it looks like, you know, I was look, kind of looking up a little bit, and I, and I apologize to... Uh, listeners, not that I, I don't think they really care, but I don't have uh, the website that I got this information from. But I, I just roughly wanted to get an idea of of when malls even really started. You know, I thought maybe the '60s or whatever, but it appears that um, 1956, I guess, was when the first one. It was wow. a suburb of uh, Minneapolis that uh, was kind of the first mall that was designed, uh, from what I had read. Yeah, I thought that was I thought that was interesting. I didn't know that they were from the fifties. I thought, like I said, late sixties, seventies. Because here, when I did some research of the of the malls that I'll be talking about, seventies looked to be about around when they started popping up here, at least. Yeah, so I, I was doing a little bit of research of the malls around here in Oklahoma City, uh, and I didn't know this. Like one of the the malls that's actually still popular is still around here. Um, was originally an outdoor mall. It had like two buildings and everything in the middle was outdoors. And then later on, they came in and built a mall in between those two anchor stores. But the mall that I grew up visiting was called Crossroads Mall. And it was uh, opened in 1974. So it's that right, you know, in that era. Um, it said, uh, I looked I looked up, I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe how many of the malls that I went to as a kid uh, had their own Wikipedia pages. <laughs> like there were so many, uh, but I mean, you, you know, of course lots of people went to them and stuff, but uh, it, said, right. it said Crossroads Mall opened in 1974. And when it opened, it was one of the 10 largest malls in the country. It's uh, 1.3 million square feet. And, uh, it, you know, it listed it. There was um, uh, Dillard's and a Montgomery Ward's and J.C. Penney. Did you guys say Monkey Ward's? That's what I was as a kid. Everybody was like, "Oh, Monkey no. Ward's." <laughs> no. Um, and then a store called John A. Brown, which I guess is local. I found, but they they uh, sold out to Dillard's uh, later on. But uh, yeah, that that was the mall. So I was born in '73, and it opened in '74. So basically, you know, that's like the first mall that I remember going to there, there were others, but, and we'll talk about that later on, but, uh, but yeah. So, so, um, was the mall that you remember going to as a kid? Was it an old one? I mean, was it built, you know, in the seventies or. Yeah. I mean, I was born 74 and as I'm looking at the, basically there was, uh, three malls that I remember going to a lot as a kid, actually really two. One was more when I was a teenager and those two were both, Opened in seventy two, mm. um, so and then there's another mall that I ended up actually working at when I was out of high school, uh, just out of high school, and that opened in seventy one as well. So, uh, but the main mall that I went to a lot was was called the Summit Park Mall, which was in Niagara Falls, uh, New York, and that opened in nineteen seventy two. But now, right around the corner from me, my son works there right now, is uh, is the Boulevard Mall. And, uh, 
And then there's the Eastern Hills Mall, which I also worked at, and that opened in 1972. So it, it seems like that was, again, like I said it earlier, like it seemed like that was like a big time where they were just popping up. Maybe it was just a regional thing here. Uh, but to have, uh, and you know, I don't, I don't even have the date, the opening date of the uh, Boulevard Mall, but I mean, I'm looking at three malls right here that opened all roughly around the same time. So the the mall that that um, what did you say is Somerville? Is that what you said? The mall, the one that you went to as a kid? Uh, no, the Summit Park Mall. Oh, Summit and Park. And then mall. later, I think later, it's referred to as the Summit. I gotcha. Um, what was? Uh, I guess tell me about it. Like, what was it like? Like as a kid, like you know, when you went there, like what were your favorite stores, or um, uh, you know, what what was the experience like just going to that mall? Well, I mean, for as far as the Summit Park Mall goes, I mean, my memory as a kid, it was packed with people. Just very, very busy as a kid. Um, it, now, this was a single level mall. Uh, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Here, at least, you know, the double levels didn't come till later. I think early or late eighties. But uh, these three particular malls, they were all single-level malls. But it was really cool, man. It was like you had like these little benched seating areas with planters and everything. But they were recessed in the ground, if that (laughs) makes sense, right? So you you would walk down a few steps and then you would have this like – from what I remember, it was like more of like an oval shape. Mm -hmm. And I can remember playing with Star Wars figures there and I lost – a stormtrooper, oh. I think it was a stormtrooper. I lost one because it was all plants, and I mean, as a kid, <laughs> and this is probably when I lost it. it was probably between Star Wars and uh, Return of the Jedi at some point. Yeah. So yeah. I don't think I had uh, Endor in my mind, <laughs> but I knew that you know playing with little figures in this like dirt and, and plants was was really cool. It was like but Dagobah, it was just, yeah, you little Dagobah. <laughs> yeah, you know and. Uh, but I just I can remember that. But also the one thing that stands out was people smoking in the mall. Yeah, yeah, different time, different time. I've seen all those. There was an ashtray, you know, everywhere where you would sit, and um, yeah, that. Um, uh, I we had so all. I mean, almost all the malls that I remember that were around here were all two stories. Uh, I, I think, uh, there's one where there's one that was one story, but all of them and crossroads mall was two stories. But when you're talking about that recessed benches, crossroads mall has those on the second floor. So like on the second floor where you'd be walking around and then next really? to the railing, there's like a reset, like it goes down a couple of steps. So it almost feels like you're, you know, you're going down into a little, almost like a, like a theater <laughs> booth, you know what I mean? But it's, uh-huh. but you can, I mean, it's, and it's facing the open area of the first floor. So you would go down there. And of course, like you said, there's an ashtray on, on both ends of the, the little bench, you know, but, but yeah, you would, you would go down there and sit and, uh, uh, yeah, it was kind of, it was kind of weird feeling as a kid, you know, like you were, you weren't really hanging over the edge of anything, but it, it just felt that way. Right. You know, I was just, uh, I was thinking, I I miss 
that's the, that's the biggest part that stands out to me is that recessed uh, little area, I guess. <laughs> but uh, I was I was just looking up in the, the mall right by me that I, that I said my son works at. That opened in 1962. The, the oh. mall. So that one was around here for, wow. for quite a long time. These other ones opened up uh, you know, about 10 years later. But, um, yeah, you know, in the Summer Park Mall, and we'll get into some stores and see if they were regional or, or national, but... It's it's a sad thing, man. I I I think I boxed you when I was there driving there because I I have a seventeen year old son. He'll be seventeen in a couple of months, so he's been driving. And uh, over the summer, we would drive out that way because there's some roads we could take that were kind of not you know not so busy. But then we could hit some busier ones if I wanted to mix it in with them. Uh, but then we would go out by that mall, and uh, you know there was a Bonton there, which was still open at the time in the summer, as well as a Sears which was at that point was liquidating everything. Mm. So uh, that was it. Your two anchors, that was it. Everything inside the mall was completely shut down. And this thing has been like this for years. Like since the 90s, it started to really decline with the stores closing. Yeah. Um, but, we, I mean, we used to take my son, Ethan, that was driving. We used to take him there when he was like two, three years old. Um, and they had a play area. And there was, I mean... There was a handful. Do you guys have Stephen Berry's down there? No, no. Okay, so, so Stephen Berry's, it was just, uh, eh, it's kind of like, I think, uh, like a lower end type of gap-ish, not even really, okay. but type of store. Uh, but that was, at the time, was like the anchor store then, uh, other than Sears. But um, you knew then it was dying. You knew it was dying. Because there was a lot of local stores within the mall which i think has been a step that they take now with malls before mm -hmm. they really just close the doors it's like all right we're not going to get these chains in here we'll rent the space to local uh retailers but um yeah so let me let me paint this picture of uh, crossroads mall uh it, it was two stories and depending on which end of the mall you parked at on one side you came in on the second story on the other side you came in on the first story because it was kind of like on a hill you know Mm -hmm. uh, so we always parked at the end where you came in on the, on the first floor. You walked in, and there was, you know, I'm sure there, there was a couple of stores there or whatever. And then you got to the main part uh, of, of the the mall that opened up, you know, on, on um, the one end. And right there was the arcade. So, I mean, if you parked there and you walked in, the first thing you ran into was the arcade and next to that uh, was a hobby store. So, you know, a lot of what we did was down there. But but what I want to tell you about is in the middle of the mall. So the mall was, you know, shaped like a big X, basically. Uh, it was called Crossroads Mall because it was in the crossroads, basically, of Oklahoma City. It's where I-35 and uh, not I-40, but I-240, which is the loop kind of around the city. But it's where those two interstates cross. So if you were, you know... Coming through the state, east, west, north, south, whatever, you would drive past Crossroads Mall. Uh, and the, right in the middle of this was, I think it was for, it was like a handicap ramp. Um, but, you know, so there were escalators, but there was no elevator back then. And so there was this ramp in, right in the middle of the mall that went like around and around, which... I'm sure that's what it was for, was like for wheelchairs, but I never saw anybody on a wheelchair on it, just kids. That's all we did was run this ramp and you would get to the top and of course you could look over. Now, I think I don't think they would let you do it because it seems like a safety thing. Like kids could just 
<laughs> crawl over the side and fall. But there was that. And then below that was a giant open area of the mall. And that's where uh, there was a big fountain there for a long time. And there was um, right in the middle of the mall, they put a carousel. And so you could like pay a dollar and ride the carousel. And then, of course, right down there, and you probably have memories of uh, something similar, but right down there is always where uh, Santa came every year. So mm-hmm. when you went to the mall to go see Santa, that's where it was. So all these things were there when when you were younger, right? Yes. Yeah. See, we didn't we didn't have those things at, uh, I'll say, the malls when I was younger, the Summit Park Mall and the Boulevard Mall. Later, I think it was like 1989 is when the Walton Galleria Mall opened, and that's where you had, uh, you know, your two levels. You had your elevator, you know, just like you would. I mean, you see, it's funny because I've done. I've watched so many videos. Uh, I'm real big on like urbex, you know, urban explorer mm-hmm. videos and and malls, like there's a dead mall series and everything. And, and you see these malls that almost look like they're just a cookie cutter of a, a '90s ish mall, yeah, multi level yeah. with that elevator, the whole setup and everything. But um, so yeah, I mean, we didn't we didn't have that at at these other malls. But you had the fountains, and as a matter of fact, like normally when I when I edit the podcast, we have one of maybe three images that I that I'll put on the on the episode. Just maybe the colors a little bit changed uh, from Christopher Tuba that that did a great drawing for oh, us. Oh yeah! But right now, if you look at your podcatcher, your whatever you're listening to this on, you'll see an image of this Summit Park Mall and their fountain. It was absolutely beautiful the way, the way it looked, and and. God, I would love to get in get in there right now and look at it. But let's 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 go through uh, some of these stores that uh, we remember as kids. Like, I'm not going to go through the entire directory. Like, I have this, the 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 mall directory from 1981. I wanted to have a base because I don't remember. Uh, yeah, that's you know, so cool stores. that you're able to find that. Um, I didn't. Oh, <laughs> I actually I actually posted it in Facebook. Uh, I'm part of a Facebook group from the town where I grew up in. And uh, I knew most of these people probably went to that mall, and so I kind of just put a little shout out, like, "Hey, does you know anybody have any pictures or or, or some stores that they remember from the mall?" Because I, I couldn't remember them all. And there's actually some things from I kind of mixed up between two malls. Mm-hmm. Um, so someone posted the directory. I man, I googled my ass off trying to find it. I don't know where this person came up with it, but regardless, it's a laundry list of stores here. But I'm gonna go over a couple of them. Uh, or a little bit of them, and uh, these I kind of highlighted them in my notes here. These are the stores that I thought would be more of a national, you know, brand store. So maybe listeners that aren't from my area would know them. Um, Chess King. Yeah, I. Uh, <laughs> um, so I had that friend that. Like, all through high school, I just wore... I don't want to say I wore, like, schleppy clothes, but I just didn't really... Like, I didn't have anybody in my life that was like, hey, you dress like a dork. Like, nobody told me that. <laughs> like, I just had striped button-down shirts or T-shirts or whatever, you know? And then I met this guy that was a year younger than me, and he, like, dressed super cool. And at one point, I finally asked him, I was like, 
where do you get your clothes? Like, I just wanted to dress like that guy. And this was when, what were those things called? Like the Baja hoodies. You remember those? Yes. He had yes. that. <laughs> and he had like, like every shirt he had had a hood, <laughs> like t-shirts with a hoodie. And, and, um, he says, Oh, there's this place at the mall called the chess king. And I, I mean, I must have walked past it, but I, I had never gone there. And I went there, and the first shirt I bought was striped, and it was black and dark purple. And then it had a hood. And, man, I thought I was cool. And, of course, I had, like, one cool shirt and 90 dorky shirts. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't think I fooled anybody, but, oh, Chess King, man. Did you ever shop there? Uh, I think my brother did mostly. I think I might have got some, uh, I, I want to say I got, like, it was almost like a cardigan type of thing. Oh, but yeah. it was like it was, was kind of urban. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it wasn't your old your your grandfather's right, uh, right cardigan. All right, what but, else you got? All right, so we got uh, so we got Chess King. We got uh, Child World. Did you guys have Child Child World? Uh, I don't think that doesn't sound familiar. Is it? Uh, like I think there was another name nationally. I think it went by two names. I have to do. I should have. I should have looked that up. But Child World was a toy store that was actually at the mall, but it wasn't in the mall. It was a store that was outside of it, but attached to the building, if that makes any sense. And I know there's actually some terminology here. Um, <laughs> I found I found a, a Dead Malls website with a dictionary, and, and there's actually a name for it. I don't remember what it was called. Um, that later turned into a uh, Toys R Us. Yeah, yeah. And then it turned into uh, Save-A-Lot store oh store. yeah so, so we we did have a toys r us like right at, like our like crossroads mall had like a lap around it uh with other stores you know like there was a circuit city there there was um mm-hmm. uh, and then toys r us and and um some of those those businesses are still there but of course uh the mall we uh, we'll talk about that before the end of the episode of what what happened to crossroads mall sad story right um claire's boutique where you'd go to get your uh, first ear piercing <laughs> and your cheap earrings that would turn your ear green. No. We've got, uh, I know you know this one, Rob, Fredericks of Hollywood. Yeah, yeah, that was... Well, um, you know, you'd walk past that store five or six times acting like you didn't know where you were. <sighs> That's where you would uh, find go to your recessed seating, go sit across from there and watch the <laughs> girls come out of there. <laughs> uh, I, actually, I actually don't remember it at this mall. I, I was way too young to... That, where that would have probably embarrassed me like it does my younger son. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, it actually has in the in the, um, the directory Fun and Games Arcade. I don't remember the arcade at this mall, to be quite honest with you. I remember it from a different mall. Um, then there was uh, Kenny Shoes. Yes. Which, which was actually bought out by Foot Locker. I did a little, I was reading up on that a little bit, and uh, I guess Foot Locker bought them. Uh, the Limited. Which I thought was always, I thought that was a girl store, but I'm not sure. Uh, one that I know you're going to know, unless it's not national, that's the merry-go-round. That's Ring a bell. Sounds familiar, yeah. I, I, I want to say it was is kind of on, on the order, and people will be screaming at me if it's not, but I, I feel like it was on the order of like a chess king. But I think, I think chess king was more, um, was just, Men's clothing, where I think merry-go-round was, was the women's and men's uh, kind of. I, I guess the time would be more of the hip hop ish kind of 
clothes, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, but you had that's Sears. Yeah, you had Sears, which I think sure every mall. I think it was a, you know had to be built that way. Um, Tom McCann shoes, which Ooh. they still make the shoes now. I, I was read up on that, and they sell the shoes at uh, Walmart, but it was actually a shoe store. Um, and I, I'm pretty sure that one was a national national uh, store, but I'm not positive. Walden Books. Oh, yeah. And uh, one that I don't know if they had them there, but I just thought was kind of funny because of the times. It, it was called uh, Waterbed World. And I thought the 80s were such was such the <laughs> waterbed time, right? I had a waterbed. I mean, so did I. Yeah. Uh, even into the early 90s, I had a waterbed. As a matter of fact, when I met my wife, I still had one. And, uh, you know, you always thought you were cool. Yeah, I get a waterbed. <laughs> but you know what sucks about waterbeds? It's like when you would move, you would kind of ball up that mattress, right? And then you'd set your bed back up. And, that, and it had like a cloth, fibery kind of insert, I think, to kind of, which, which I think is what controlled the wave. Like you get, you know how you can buy a bed now, like firm, extra firm, or whatever. Right, right. I think, I think this, I think that material inside is what controlled like the semi wave or really wavy or whatever. Oh. But I would move, and and all of a sudden I would set my bed up, and it would be all balled up in there, <laughs> balled up inside the mattress. Um, and then I think uh, Zales, Julie. Oh yeah, yeah. And I think everybody had the. Uh, uh, there was all, and they, those were always like when you walked in, and then there would be the. Uh, like you, you had to see it, you know what I mean? Like the, the yep. light would hit it and it would be all sparkly and all that. Yeah, yeah, we definitely had that. So, um, and KB stores or KB stores, KB toy stores, mm-hmm. which uh, our friend uh, Ferg, I believe, worked at one. I think he and his wife actually, I think they both worked at KB toy store. Yeah, we uh, well, Crossroads didn't have one, but the other mall, there was another mall that did have one, and and um. You know, one thing that was that was funny as a kid growing up is that uh, I don't know how far away that mall was that you were talking about, like from your house or whatever. Like, I don't know how long it took to get there. Like Crossroads Mall was like half an hour for us, you know. Um, but there there were other malls that you could get to, but it took a long time because we didn't have a, a a turnpike and there was no interstate or turnpike that went to them. So you just had to go through city streets and it took forever to get there. But now that the roads have changed, now it's like 10 or 15 minutes. Like it seems like right. it's no big deal. But at the time, you know, as a kid, it seemed like, oh yeah, you had to uh, uh, go forever to get to one, you know? Yeah, I feel like we were kind of located in between both the Summit and the Boulevard Mall. Mm-hmm. I think they were both probably about 15 to 20 minutes at the time, like you said, depending, you know, the traffic and the roads back uh, in the 80s. But it seems like the Summit Park Mall was the mall I went to more as a kid with my mom. Mm-hmm. There was a, okay, so, and it's very well known here. Uh, obviously, it's it's definitely a local thing. And uh, it's Leon's Pizza. And you think, okay, so think like New York style pizza. Okay, right. It's very thin, right? It, it's a thin pizza. Um, it was the be- It's probably the best New York style pizza I've, I've ever had, even when I've gotten closer to New York City. <laughs> um, since the mall is closed, and even when we used to go when my son was, you know, a couple years old and it was pretty much dead there, he was still there and people would still come walk into the mall, get their pizza walk out well now he's got like a standalone shop so leon's is still open but here's the thing like when i was i remember when i was a kid 
you know, you'd, you'd go to the mall with your mom. It would be my mother, my brother, and my grandmother would go. And there was another place called, and I don't know if this is national, but it was called York Steakhouse. Um, mm. Doing some research, it, it was owned by, I think, General Mills. Yeah. And they were pretty much located within malls. So I don't know what the region was, if it's just the Northeast or what. But um, So it was like basically kind of like a Ponderosa. You guys have Ponderosa yeah. down yeah. there? Similar to a Ponderosa where you would kind of grab your tray and you'd slide it along those like, you know, cafeteria type rails mm-hmm. and you would order your, you know, whatever you want, your steak dinner, you want your hamburger. And they'd give you like this little plastic, almost like a triangle with a number on it and you'd set it on your tray. And then you'd go and you'd grab your salad, you'd grab your pudding, you'd get your soda. And at the end, you know, you'd pay for it, whatever. Well, I was super, super picky, and all I would eat was Leon's pizza. <laughs> so we would go, when we'd go to the mall, it, it seemed as though we would do this all the time. Now, I don't know, maybe it's just my memories, but we would go to York Steakhouse. I didn't want nothing there, so we would go to Leon's first. They'd get me my slice of cheese pizza. i put <laughs> it on the tray at York. And, you know, I'm a little kid, so they didn't give my parents any shit or nothing but um, for bringing, you know, outside food in, and I'd have it on the tray, but I'd always get a pudding. And it would have that little piece of shaved chocolate in the pudding. <laughs> right. And uh, I just remember that because I would never eat at York. Other than I would take my pizza and then my parents or my mom and my grandmother would get. Uh, and I remember these big, giant steak fries that they would have. So at this mall, was there a food court or was it just individual places around where you could eat? Uh, at the time, I believe it was just... Um, a couple individual places later on they put in what they considered a food court um i mean it kind of was but uh i mean leon's was the dominator yeah. always even yeah. back then and even when in the early, you know late 90s when it was still kind of open but dying and they would bring in some different like local things mm-hmm. uh it was still all all leon's yeah we the crossroads did not have a food court i remember they had um a and w like A&W root beer and hot dogs, like that was one I remember going to there. Um, they had uh, the Orange Julius, you know, I think that was like at every mall. There was always the the mm-hmm. dessert place that sold the giant cookies, you know, that they had one of those. The original cookie factory, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I'll tell you a store. I don't know. I don't know if this is a chain. I don't think it was a chain, but maybe it could be, I guess. Um, but I think a lot of malls had something like this. We had a store called Eastern Treasures, <laughs> and the front half of the store was, it was all Asian-themed, so the front half of the store was like artwork and kimonos and things like that, and then there were, you know, the like the, um, I don't know the name, like the divider walls that they have, you know, that are like the paper, big giant mm-hmm. paper walls, they yeah. had those towards the back, and then when, when you went behind there... That was like ninja stars, <laughs> samurais, like all the stuff, you know, for kids, nunchucks and stuff. And so, uh, you know, when you would walk by, it just looked like almost like a clothing store. You know, that was where, the, uh, you know, you have the little things like the little tiny waterfalls, you know, like all that, those little things. Uh, but that's what I remember going in the back and just being like, ah, yes, I'd like to see those throwing stars. Because <laughs> it kept them like behind a little, you know, glass counter where you, you couldn't do that. You know, you couldn't, couldn't just like pick them up and mess with them. Um, I mentioned the, the arcade in Crossroads Mall. It was a 
it was a Bally Le Mans, so it was like a big name. So when new arcade games came out, like when Dragon's Lair first came out, they were the one who had it. When Gauntlet came out, they were the ones, you know, they got like every brand new game. Uh, they, you know, just had a huge, I wish I had kept uh, tokens. They had the, the Bally tokens that had little Pac-Man on them and stuff. I wish I had one of mm-hmm. those. Um, and then there was, of course, a pet store right by there. Like every mall had to have the pet store. Yeah, you, know? you gotta have your pet store. Yeah, go in and, um. Uh, when you go there as a teen with your girl, you know, and they'd be like, oh, I want to pick up the puppies. And you're like, please don't let her want a puppy. <laughs> you know, um, I got I I got a store for you that I forgot to mention that yeah? I, you, everybody's probably like, how did you not mention this? Spencer's. Spencer's oh, gifts. yeah. Yeah. Spencer's and uh, Gadzooks. We didn't. I don't think we had a Gadzooks. It doesn't sound familiar. But oh, really? Spencer's for sure. Yeah. Um, Obviously, that was the store where you had all your gag gifts and you had your posters. At the time, you had your felt posters in the dark, you know, with the black lights that would uh, kind of glow. And then you had your kind of adult humor section. In the back. And then you, in the back. <laughs> well, well, before you got to the very back, you'd have like you'd have like an adult humor. Then you'd have like even more adultish kind of stuff. Not, not pornographic, but yeah, I guess it would all be more towards the back. And depending on who is working at the store, they may or may not you know, shag you out of there as a, as a young kid. Oh, really? Oh, I never had him do. I never had him tell us to, to go out. Yeah. We would just immediately go back there and be like, we're just looking at these naked girls on shot glasses. <laughs> yeah. I was just, I, I always, I was always fascinated with the felt posters. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Oh, yeah, like yeah. The, the black like felt. The, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, I, I just love Spencer's like the smell of Spencer's like it had like an incense kind of smell at the jurors or. Oh yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I just, uh, there was Spencer's always something going was, on in that back room somewhere. <laughs> it was, it was just that it was that store that you could go to as a kid and feel like you were doing something you shouldn't do, but you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, especially when you went out and went in the back, like you felt like you're doing, like you're getting away with something, but I mean. I mean, you look at shit now, and uh, it's, it's really not that big a deal, right? But mm-hmm. uh, love Spencer's. Hey, so uh, I think I've mentioned him before on, a, in the, on the podcast, uh, the Grants. They used to live across the street from me when I was a kid. and uh, But their father, he one time, there, I can't remember. Obviously, it was Brian and Sean and myself, and I know there was a couple other kids. We, uh, we took the Metro to the mall. And I remember my the first thing I ever bought with my own money, which was actually probably my mom's money, who gave me like ten bucks or whatever, uh, was a Duran Duran hat, and it was <laughs> it was kind of like uh, kind of like the painter's hat style, right, right, like painter style hat, uh, but it was Duran Duran, and uh, it was funny because maybe last year I had brought a lot of stuff from my mom's house. You know, your parents get a little older, and they're kind of like do you want this stuff? Cause I don't want it. And, <laughs> and it happens that, you know, photo albums start to become those things that they're just like, look, you take them. And I found a picture of myself as a little, I mean, even younger than what I thought I was at the time, but I got that Duran Duran hat on. And I just thought it was the coolest thing. Uh, not only cause it was Duran Duran, but it was like, I was like first ventured to the mall. I mean, it was with her father, but it was a really cool thing that that uh, that I remember, and uh, I, I I'll have to I, I talked to Sean 
on Facebook every once in a while, and uh, I'll have to see if he if he recalls that that trip out to the mall. But it was really cool. And so now when I go there, it's starting to have that look where the parking lot you can see, you know, where the grass is growing up in the in the, in the parking lot, and and uh, you know, just it hasn't been maintained, and mm-hmm. it's just. Uh, I mean, we're nostalgic guys, so to me, I find it. Not only I find it fascinating to go there and look at it, and I did some filming and stuff, but I just find it like sad. Yeah. So um, the, the Crossroads Mall, the mall I've been talking about, was just outside of town, and so everybody who lived in town, you drove outside to the edge of town, and that's where Crossroads was. Well, over the years. That's also where, I mean, it became an area of town that became associated with crime. It became a high crime area. And so the people that lived in the city or or in the suburbs, uh, those areas weren't, you know. So Crossroads Mall kind of became this rough area and they had a lot of problems. It was a, a, I mean, that whole part of town, I don't want to say the whole part of town, but that part of town, there's a lot of gang activity. And so gang members, kids that were associated with gangs started hanging out in the mall. And when people don't feel safe, they won't go to the mall. So mm-hmm. to try to curb this in 2006, Crossroads Mall set up a curfew. That said, if you were 16 years of age or younger, you had to leave the mall by 6 p.m. unless you were there with your parents. So teenagers that would hang out at the mall, the security would go through and tell them all to leave. Well, this didn't work, right? (laughs) Um, And so it, it, it was really, you know, people were worried about walking out to their car at night. Like it kind of became a bad area. And then in the end of 2006, there was a gang-related shooting inside the mall. One kid shot another kid, and then the security officer shot the original shooter and killed him. And that was the beginning of the end for Crossroads Mall. Uh, People are not going to go if there's, you know, people being shot inside the mall. Right, yeah. And um, I read that uh, within um, a year and a half, all four anchor stores had pulled out. So, you know, Montgomery Wards, JCPenney's, I think it was Dillard's, and I think Macy's was the fourth one. They were all gone. And the mall closed in 2009. Now, a company came in in 2011 and bought the mall. And what they were going to do was turn it into, they were calling it a Hispanic Plaza. It was called Plaza Mayor. And they wanted to only have... Hispanic, you know, like for the Hispanic community, like have Hispanic right. themed stores and restaurants and, and the end, uh, anchor stores, they were going to turn one into a dance club and one into a rodeo or something. And there were all these plans and it never really materialized. They built a couple of small stores. You know, I mean, there were some small stores in there, but what's sad is these those videos you were talking about, like the uh, urban explorers and stuff, there were people that went into the mall when it was Plaza Mayor 
And you could see that there's like every store is closed. There's just, I mean, the mall was open, but there was nothing there. It was just really sad. And then um, last year they said they're not going to do anything with it. And they, they closed it up and then that's it. So I, I, the the problem became, you know, as um, shopping habits changed, you know, everybody wanted to go to the mall, but now when you go to Crossroads mall, the entire way when you go down I-240 is strip malls for 15 miles. You yeah. know, like every possible store that you can imagine, you'll pass before you got to Crossroads Mall. So Crossroads Mall at one time was kind of like the center, but now it's way on the outside. Well, and that's and that's kind of how it, it was for the Summit Park Mall. It's it, it, There's really not a lot surrounding it. There's They actually opened up... Uh, I think in like 1982, just down the road a little ways, a few miles, opened up an outlet mall. So I'm sure that did not help matters when you have all these discount stores coming in. Uh, it, it, I would have to say it had to have hurt hurt business. Um, but then you had the Boulevard Mall, which was down the road a ways in a more populated area, I think. Mm-hmm. And so, um, but it almost seems... It almost seems now, at least here, when you when you see like things close, they don't nothing. It doesn't seem like things go into it to open. Like they, no. If there's yeah. gonna be stores, they want to re, they want to develop and, and and buy brand new rather than rehab. Mm-hmm. And like you were saying, you know, they wanted to make that mall, um, you know, a Latino center of of sorts, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a lot of square footage to cover for one specific thing. You know what I mean? Yep. Thanks. So that's kind of hard, but I think it's these things where maybe these owners of these malls or whoever owns the space is like trying to do anything because this, the, the Summer Park Mall has, has changed hands. Uh, I think at one point they wanted to have the uh, water authority move in there and put their offices there. That's a lot of offices in that space the way right. it's stretched out. Yeah. You know, I think they wanted to make it some sort of sportsplex type of uh, thing. I don't know where that is, but that's been a couple years. Yeah. Who wants to go in there and rehab these buildings that are, you know, 30, 40, some right. 50 years old? Could be asbestos, could be, yeah, who knows what's in there, yeah. You know, and you could just knock down another field over here and, right. and rebuild or or knock that down probably cheaper and rebuild something maybe smaller, bigger, whatever. Well, and, and um, you know, not just roads, but traffic flow changes over time. Like in my town in Yukon, uh, Main Street is also Route 66, which a lot of people are familiar with. And that's where, when I was growing up, that's where all the businesses were. But now the interstate goes through the other side of town and all the businesses have moved over. So Main Street is kind of dead. Uh, so, you know, it was a very popular area for, for restaurants and businesses in the 70s and 80s and even 90s. But now everything moved over closer to the interstate and all those those old businesses are, are all dying and some of them have relocated you know so yeah. you know for uh uh like crossroads mall that was a uh you know vibrant part of town because people didn't want to live downtown or they, they didn't shop downtown they would you know go out to this little area but but now there's there's nothing out there you know so uh i did want to mention Penn square mall which is the mall. There's a few malls still open around here, but that's the one when we go to a mall, that's where we go. Penn Square Mall, um, they used to have an arcade. That's long gone. But they do have an AMC movie theater. 
they have that's where our Apple store is and there's a Microsoft store and there's a Lego store there. I don't buy anything in any of those places, but uh, you know, if Susan wants to go to the mall uh, and do something. That's usually where I'll that's piddle where around. That's where you'll kind of gravitate right, I'll like, to. Yeah. I'll be over here at the Lego store, you know, that sort of thing. But uh, Susan one time said, she well, she uh, broke the screen on her phone uh, last year. And so she said she made an appointment. She had to go, you know, to the Apple store at the mall. And so I was, I was asking the kids, I'm like, hey, you want to go to the mall? And they said, well, why? I'm like, oh, well, you know, um, mom's going to get her phone fixed and we could just go walk around. And they were like, well, why? I'm like, because it's cool. Because you go to the mall and you hang out, you know. And they were like, we just want to sit here. I'm like, <laughs> and, and it's trying to explain to that next generation uh, that, you know, try to explain to them that, that, uh, those, that experience that we had of just going to the mall. Like I would go to the mall when I was a kid and I had zero dollars. Yep, you know, maybe yep. a few quarters for the arcade or something, but it wasn't like I was going like, like I had a mission, like I want to go to this store or whatever. You just went to the mall and walked around and looked at stuff. And maybe your, your mom, that, that uh, Crossroads Mall I've been talking about was halfway across town. Uh, we live like 30 minutes on one side. My grandma lived 30 minutes on the other side. So we would meet there and then my mom and grandma would go do whatever. And then they would turn me and my sister loose and be like, have fun meet, you know, meet us at the fountain in an hour or two hours or whatever. And, and so, I mean, that was a big part of us growing up. It was, uh, I think we talked about this on the trick or treat episode. You had freedom to go trick or treating, but you, it wasn't unlimited freedom. You were still in yeah. your neighborhood, you know, right, and it was yeah. that same thing. Like you were in the mall, you could, you had that freedom as a kid. You could walk around and go look at stuff, but your parents would say, don't leave the mall. And you go, okay. Like <laughs> it made sense. And, and, uh, yeah, it's just, it's a bummer that uh, kids, even even though there are malls, they just don't see them as the same way that that we see them. I think. And I and I wonder that having a son that works at the mall but never hung out at a mall. You know, the Summit Park Mall, like I said, that was when I was a kid, and that was actually I think probably shopping for my mother, or my grandmother, whatever. And it seemed like we went there all the time. Maybe we didn't go as often as I thought, but the Boulevard Mall, which is where I live next to now, that kind of came. I mean, we went there when I was a little kid, but. That was kind of like when you started becoming, uh, you know, 12, 13, you know, oh, drop us off the mall. That's when that came into play where yeah. you went to the mall and and you'd go to Aladdin's Castle, which was the arcade. <laughs> right. You know, you'd you'd throw some cores and people were smoking in there still. And, and the sounds of the arcade, it was just, you know, it would draw you in. It was mesmerizing to be in that atmosphere as a kid, right? I mean... Um, I mean, you understand you're, you're, you're a commodore, you know, <laughs> you've written books about arcades, but, um, but you would walk around with your buddies and you'd see, you know, there was the opposite sex that would be there doing the same exact thing. <laughs> and so you're always going to the mall to try and meet girls and everything never worked out. No, <laughs> but, no. but when you're, when you're, when you're with your buddies, you think maybe it's going to, but it was a place to just kind of go um, I'm sure, you know, even back then in the eighties, late eighties, uh, I'm sure there was trouble at the malls at times, but, um, I mean, not like we've seen these days at malls, uh, even locally here, I mean, my buddies and I, we weren't causing trouble. We'd go to Spencer. Like I said, we'd go to Aladdin's castle. We'd go get a cookie or something. Uh, and, uh, so he just, yeah, how's work? boring <laughs> i just sit there and i just watched a couple people walk by it's you know 
it's it's a sad thing because I think, um, like I said just a little while ago, you know, if this mall is to eventually close up, what's going to happen with that space? No one's looking to to recover that 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 square footage anymore. So, but. You know, as I got older, you know, maybe I think around 90, something like that, 91, I wasn't driving yet, but another mall opened. Now, this was the big mall. This was the double-level mall with the elevator, and the, and uh, it was huge, and that was the Walden Galleria Mall. I remember going out there for the first time with my brother and, and his girlfriend at the time, but now his wife of 20-plus uh, years, and uh, we went out to this mall, and I was just like, oh, my God, like, there's two levels. This thing is huge, and there were so many stores. Yeah. And from that point on, when I got you know another year or so, when I started driving and I had a girlfriend, like that's the mall we would go to for the most part. Was out there. They had the Disney store. It had the Gap. Had every store that you wanted um, at this mall. And now it's even bigger. I mean, it's it's like its own little city with restaurants and everything. It's it's overwhelming. I, I don't like to actually even go out there to be quite honest with you. You know, I know that uh, we're getting close on time, but uh, I have been to the Mall of America twice, and that is, is then where is that? Is that in Minnesota? Yep, or? yep. and okay. uh, it is the largest mall square footage wise in the United States, not in uh, North America, because there's one larger in Canada, and I've been to that one also. Um, but the Mall of America. In the very center part of the mall is, I think, four stories. It's definitely three stories through most of it. It's absolutely... Uh, I, the first time I went there, I was looking for some batteries, and I asked a guy uh, where the radio shack was, and he said, there's one on the west wing on the first floor, there's one on the east wing on the third floor. <laughs> like, they had two radio shacks. Um, That's crazy. Yeah, and, and I've gone there with the, the kids, and it is the one where, uh, in the middle, they have the giant amusement park with a roller coaster and log ride. Oh, boy. And, yeah, it, it's... Um, they also have... A, I think it's called Lego World or something, but they change out the displays from time to time. But the first time I went there, they had uh, dinosaurs made out of Legos that were like two stories tall. I mean, giant, you know, like big, uh-huh. giant Lego uh, uh, things. And of course, it gets you all worked up. You see that, and you're like, I need some Legos, <laughs> you know, <Yep. laughs> at the mall. But, uh, but yeah, so I, you know, I know that there are still malls that uh are thriving but it seems like the ones around here uh, are just you know losing their their foothold to the strip malls and the standalone stores it's kind of going full circle you know i'm sure that's what was uh, big before the malls were around when i was younger i know that walmart was a bigger thing down south for you i don't remember that so probably around 94 i'm guessing 94 95 i was working at another mall Another local mall, which is now gone, been torn down as the Lockport Mall in Lockport, New York. And I worked at a store called Prince Charming. I believe it was Prince <laughs> as in P-R-I-N-T-S. Yes. It was a local family-owned chain. I think there was one, two, three. I think there was four stores maybe. Um, and there was one at the mall. And so I, when I was working there, it was like a one-hour, four-hour there, you know, people come in, they want their stuff and, you know, you advertise for a one hour photo, but, you know, two days after Christmas, everyone's coming in 
not everybody's getting their stuff in, in one hour, mm-hmm. um, especially when you're one guy running the store, which is what happened. And I remember when we caught wind at this thing called Walmart <laughs> was opening up down the road. And uh, I was like, I don't know what the hell Walmart is, but my manager, and she was probably two years older than me, maybe. She's like, yeah, it's basically going to kill us. And it did. I mean, it just, uh, we, could, we couldn't, as a local mom and pop shop, it just couldn't, couldn't be with it. Well, I know I've shared the story of my, my parents had a computer store, you know, and um, in the time they, they took out a year lease uh, and in between the time when it started and when it st- and when they went out of business, Walmart started selling computer software. And, you know, you're talking about not being able to compete. It was Walmart could sell things cheaper than my parents could buy it for, you know, so that the software, the games and stuff they were getting, they could sell it cheaper. I mean, the only way my parents could compete was to go buy it from Walmart <laughs> and then add a couple dollars. It just, it just, you know, didn't work. So, and then hope that people want to buy, you know, local. Yeah. Instead of, instead of, uh, you know, across the street or a mile down the road. So, yeah. And if anybody's watched, uh, what's eating Gilbert grape, you know, that doesn't, uh, it doesn't last when yeah. the grocery store well, opens. It, right. It's the, uh, it, it's the catch 22, right? Like I order from Amazon all the time, but. I also complain that the malls and stuff are, are dying, you know, so I just like to have it both ways, I guess. Yeah. I mean, I think it's just, the, it's the, you know, the nostalgia yeah. of that was where it was. Because I mean, when, when I was growing up here in, in, in outside of Buffalo, I mean, you had your malls, uh, you know, we had Kmart, we had Hills, which I know is a kind of a regional thing. I know, I don't think you had Hills mm. and then, uh, you know, a couple of different ones, Twin Fair, which, uh, Gold Circle, which I think was based out of Ohio, but they were out this way, but that was really it. You know, you went to the mall to do your clothes shopping. You'd go to JC Penney's, right? Yeah. Yeah. If your parents were in the middle of a divorce, then you would go to Kmart and put clothes on layaway. Oh uh, yeah. With Sears. That's what we did. <laughs> the beginning of summer we would go and. My mom would make me try on pants. We'd put them on layaway, you know, and then you'd get them right before school. Yeah, and then hope that you didn't eat too much during the summer. (laughs) Yeah, get the Bugle Boys at at (laughs) JCPenney's. But there's still something about just being inside, walking through this this building that's got all these different shops at it. It, it, Well, you know, it's a good it's a good point that um, even though you know the malls are are dying and go, and going away and stuff. When I drive by there, I still have those old memories, you know. Um, Crossroads Mall was where Susan and I went to see Phantom Menace on opening day. And now I would, I would never go to that mall, uh, you know, to go see a movie. Like, there's so many better theaters around now and stuff, you know. But, but uh, and, and of course, uh, you know, it's closed. But even when we go by there, when I see that, like... I could see in my mind's eye those line of people that were waiting around. It was, it, this is um, kind of funny. We, I, I think they said they were going to start selling tickets at three o'clock or something. And I left at lunch at noon and I was like, there's not going to be anybody there to buy tickets for the silly star Wars movie. And hmm. uh, we got there and the line was like, around the theater and all the way back to the mall. It was this giant line. I was like, we're never going to get tickets. And, uh, we were, we were driving by and Susan saw this guy that, uh, she knew from college and they were like fourth in line. And I forgot what the deal was. It was something like 
you could buy up to six tickets per person or something. And he was with somebody and they were only buying two. So, uh, hey, buddy, uh, I'll give you 50 bucks. Well, here was the thing is that we had just uh, driven through, I think, Taco Bell maybe and got our lunch because we were going to go, you know, camp basically. And we were like, hey, have you had lunch? He goes, no. We were like, well, listen, we'll give you all this, these tacos <laughs> and some money if you'll buy us tickets. And so that, so then we just left. We went back to work so we didn't have to even wait. But, but yeah, that theater's been closed, you know, for a long time. But when we go by there, that's what I see. You know, I can still see those people. I can still see where we used to park to go into the arcade, you know, um, there was a Best Buy there for a while. It's not the Best Buy I worked at, but it was the only other Best Buy. So sometimes when you had to take things from one store to the other, or mm-hmm. run, you know, so I went over there all the time. So it's just all those those memories. And, and uh, you know, again, like with kids and stuff like that, when they see it, they just see some old building. They don't they don't see those memories that we have. Yeah, it's, and the malls here, like the Galleria Mall um, has a theater built within it right mm-hmm. but the summer park and the boulevard both when i was a kid they had movie theaters but they were um they were detached like they i think they were oh, even across yeah. the street yeah. i think both of them actually had their theaters across the street but they were tagged as like you know the summit one and two i think was the name of the theaters and uh-huh. i'm pretty sure that's where i saw the original superman um and probably really? Yeah, uh, was there, and as well as the Boulevard Theater, which is now a grocery store, where that was located. So, I kind of do the same thing at times. And I, and the funny thing is, I'm not positive, but I think at the summit, the summit one and two, when they, uh, I think when they tore that down, I almost think they put a furniture store in, and I almost think I bought my first waterbed there. <laughs> <laughs> so, so uh, you know, it all comes back back around. But yep, yep. Um, yeah, we gotta. We should probably start wrapping this one up. I know we were kind of all over the place, but you know what? That's all right. That's all right. So you said your son works at a mall now. Mm-hmm. What what kind of store does he work at? Um, so I think it's called Buffalo Gift, and it's all stuff that's all because we live outside of Buffalo, New York. Everything is branded for Buffalo, so they have clothing. Oh, okay, they have... I got you. I'm thinking Buffalo from like Buffalo around here. <laughs> no, you know, clothing that's that's you know Buffalo and and uh, just you know mugs stuff. I I've only seen it from walking by. He doesn't want us to come in when he's working, <laughs> and I, I respect that. You know. Um, but yeah, it's it's all Buffalo, New York novelty yeah. kind of things. We have um, about uh, well, we're we've moved a little bit further away now, but from my old house, uh, Crossroads would have been half an hour drive. About five minutes from my old house, they opened the OKC Outlet Mall, and that's really I don't know that that's the the future of malls. I don't know if that that will stand the test of time, you know. I don't know if it'll be around as long as the malls were and stuff, but it's uh all all the well, it's an outlet, you know what I mean? So it's like the there's for some reason there's 10 different shoe stores there. They're all discount like, you know, the Nike and there's a Reebok and there's a Vans and there's a, you know, Converse store. Mm-hmm. Um but uh I don't know, it doesn't doesn't have the same feeling to me. Like I I don't want to just go hang out at a because it's an outdoor thing, you know what I mean? It's like a yeah. kind of a figure eight, and then you walk outside, and they they have like sun 
shade things over. But, you know, I mean, for the most part, you're outdoor and, I don't know, just doesn't doesn't have that same appeal. Yeah, the Yachtlet Mall here is, is uh, it's kind of a hybrid that way where there's the outside strip mall, mm-hmm. but then there's also the indoor mall, but uh, it's all outlet stores. That's yeah. actually where Ethan, Ethan went to uh, interview was at the store there and. You know, I I remember going there as a kid, getting sneakers and and stuff like that. So yeah, but uh, you know, it's uh, I don't know, man. It's just one of those things from our childhood. You, you think of them fondly, um, but I think we're kind of like that with all this stuff from our childhood, right? <laughs> I mean, that's why we do a, a throwback uh, podcast, and we both follow you know retro blogs and collect stuff some of us on this podcast a lot more than others but uh, you know it brings back those uh warm fuzzy feelings from uh from when we're being kids but now it's it's brick and mortar it's uh, amazon it's it's strip malls it's just it's almost it's like vegas when you're driving down there with all the lights from these stores yeah it's you know incredible. what i think maybe during the furlough i'm gonna go get a job at the mall yeah what could i do i could make a pretzel uh, I don't know. You could be that guy at the arcade with the little change thing on the side of him. Right, the little, the little metal ka-ching, ka-ching, thing. You know, I would tell you this: the uh, the other mall, the mall that's closest to us now, uh, they have a big food court right in the middle, and they re uh, years ago they did this, but the whole food court is done like a fifties drive-in. Mm-hmm. So each of the they have all the different food things around the edge, but in the middle there's tables and chairs and booths, but then there are a few booths that are like look like cars. And so you could go sit inside the cars. Of course, there's always like a line of kids, you know, to. And then once you get in one of those, you don't get out. You just, <laughs> you just stay there. You're like, oh, yeah, I'm in the Corvette car. I'm eating my fries one at a time, you know. But, uh, yeah, maybe I could do, I could, uh, that's probably all I could do. I could get a job at the food court. I don't know what else. Maybe, uh, you know what? We should reopen Chess King. I was just going to say, you know, Nicole and I are probably going to go out this weekend. I think I'm going to head over to Merry Go Round and uh, get an outfit. I may have. Uh... She's going to get a big leather belt. Remember those big leather fat like, <laughs> yes. belts that the girls used to wear? And it would hang you know down I mean? in like, the middle, like, like come down yeah, like this. Like, yeah, yes, right, yeah. yes. Like they were almost big enough to have like a WWF like thing on top of them, but they didn't. They were just like white or black or whatever. Yeah, I, I had a, uh, you know, I was just thinking of Chess King. I had uh, a shirt I bought that had a hood on it, and it was like salmon pink, mm. <laughs> you know? And I was like, the ladies are going to love this. I'm sure they did. <laughs> they did not. <laughs> on that note. <laughs> All I needed was one of those belts to complete the outfit. <laughs> oh, my gosh. On that note, we are going to wrap up this episode. Rob. People don't know they should know but where do they find you you can find me over at robohara.com just head on over there and uh you know the uh, all the there's links to the podcast there's links to uh the my uh the books that i've written there's links to everything but uh, if you go to robohara.com uh you'll find links to everything if you want to follow me on twitter i'm at commodore and i'm also just robohara on facebook so but uh, yeah, I'm still around. Sweet, and uh, you can find any of my other podcasts, including this one. On, uh, you just go over to alldutchpods.com. It's kind of my catch-all for all the shows I'm doing. I got a couple active shows. I got a new one that's 
may be on the horizon. I'm going to be recording that next week, and uh, we'll see how that turns nice. out. I'm not sure. We'll see. Could just be a good conversation between me and a friend, but could turn into a new podcast. We'll see what happens. But other than that, we're going to wrap this up. It is January. We're going into February. We're going to have another podcast out next week or next month. Could be next week because it's January 24th. We kind of, <laughs> we're kind of, uh, kind of teetering the line there a little bit, but. Let's make this happen next month, Rob, if you're not too busy. I'll, I'll squeeze it in. All right. Thanks for listening, guys. We'll talk to you. <laughs>